0: Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Alush, and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by subscribing to this podcast, and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode or on any of the other podcasts at Rabbi Alush Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me on Facebook, And YouTube so friends this week on Thursday June 22nd Jews worldwide are commemorating the 29th anniversary of the passing of the Lubavitcher Rebbe Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson of Righteous Memory one of Jewish history's most influential leaders the Rebbe as he was so lovingly coined changed and illuminated the lives of millions of people worldwide With his abundant wellspring of wisdom, his unconditional love for each and all, and his incessant drive to better our world every single day. All who encountered the Rebbe were taken aback by his saintly aura and his greater-than-life persona. But above all, it was his eyes that left a permanent mark on all who had the privilege of meeting him. Yitzchak Rabin, one of Israel's prime ministers, recounted how his eyes were a calm, deep blue they penetrated deep within the person. Elie Wiesel, the famed Holocaust survivor, shared at a gala honoring the Rebbe how his eyes penetrated your face without hurting. And Chief Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs of Blessed Memory described how the divine stared at me through the Rebbe's eyes. Although I personally was just seven years old when I first met the Rebbe in 1986. I too vividly remember the Rebbe's eyes. When the Rebbe's eyes locked with mine, it felt as if the Rebbe was transporting me to the heavens. But more than the Rebbe's gaze, it was his vision that transformed humanity. When he saw people, he saw souls, not bodies. When he saw challenges, he saw opportunities, not dangers. And when he saw ashes of destruction, he saw the sparks of construction within, not the dust without. And so, as we commemorate the Rebbe's passing, here are three humble ways that we can learn from the Rebbe's vision that I hope will help us rewire our eyes and see the world as the Rebbe saw it. Number one, seeing the good in every person. My dear friend Peter Hilmerman, the singer-songwriter, was once asked how he would describe his meeting with the Rebbe. His answer spoke volumes about how the Rebbe taught us to look at others. This is what he said, you know, when you've done something you think is horrible and you start going down deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole of the regret, when you're in so deep that you start to feel like the biggest loser ever born, like nothing is possible, that nothing good is ever going to come your way and that you can't even face yourself in the mirror, well, he said, meeting the rabbit was the exact opposite of what I just described. This was the Rebbe's view of every person. He did not see human beings and what they seemed to be. He saw spiritual beings and what they could and should become. Ah, if only we too could see our children and all people, even during the lowest hours, as giants of mankind. Number two, seeing the purpose in every moment. Some 50 years ago, a young student was about to embark on a long, multi-stop journey, and he asked the Rebbe for a blessing. The Rebbe responded with a resounding lesson. While in the desert for 40 years, the Jewish people were instructed to set up the tabernacle at every stop, even during their one-night encampments, because in life, the Rebbe said, there is no such thing as merely passing through a place. Every moment in life, even the most challenging one, has a divine calling. Every person has a holy purpose. And every person has a vital role to play. And so wherever you go, do a good deed. And in this way, you will bring holiness to every place. Friends, life too is a journey. And in this journey, many face challenges, physical or mental, temporary or permanent. But the Rabbi taught us that in every moment, buds of blessings are blooming. And finally, number three, seeing the blessing in every circumstance. Reminded of the great story of how in 1969, Congresswoman Shirley Chisholm made history when she was elected as the first black woman ever elected to Congress. She represented a heavily urban district in Brooklyn, New York. She had hoped to serve on the House Education and Labor Committee, where she could improve the lives of her constituents, but instead she was relegated to an obscure subcommittee of the Agriculture Committee. Congresswoman Chisholm was understandably frustrated, but one day, she received a phone call from the rabbi that changed her life and the life of millions of people. What a blessing God has given you, the rabbi mentioned to her. This country has so much surplus food and there are so many hungry people. You can use this gift that God gave you to feed the hungry. Find a creative way to do it. Shortly thereafter, Congresswoman Wilman met with Senator Bob Dole who told her that Midwestern farmers were producing more food that they could sell. Together, they then devised a plan plan to ensure that millions of poor people would have access to food through what became the Food Stamp Program and WIC. When Chisholm retired from Congress in 1983, she credited the rabbi. In her words, a rabbi who is an optimist taught me that what you may think is a challenge is a gift from God. And if poor babies have milk and poor children have food, it's because this rabbi in Crown Heights had vision. So friends, if only we could see the world through the Rebbe's eyes and find the good in every person, the purpose in every moment, the divine in every place, and the blessing in every circumstance. Open your eyes and see the seeds of redemption everywhere, the Rebbe pleaded in many, many of his talks. And if we, can, if we still can't see those seeds of redemption, let us open our eyes just a little bit more until our vision becomes wider, better, better and brighter. Thank you.